mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. I feel like we can just end the pod there, you know. As in, thank you That so is much. enough value add, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> I'm finished. Nah, but yeah, Shabbat was actually the ghetto. Like, some of the things that would happen in that store, you'd literally just be like, what the heck is going on here? No, nah, but everyone was declining. You could never make a sale. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, everyone. It's Beatrice. It's Tammy. And it's Sharon. And welcome to the 55th episode. Hey! If you believe <laughs> make some noise. If you believe in God, make some noise. Um, welcome to the 55th episode of the Beatrice podcast. And as you can probably tell by the title, we have a special guest with us today. Do you Ooh. want to introduce yourself, girl? Hey, guys. It's your favourite girl, Tiana O'Reilly. Um, mm-hmm. I say that all the time. <laughs> I'm your favourite girl. <laughs> um, yes, I'm here with these lovely ladies. Thank you so much for having me. It's a pleasure. It's a pleasure. Yes. Um, no, yeah, I was just going to ask you guys, how is everyone? How is, how is you guys this week going? Tammy, how are you? I know you went to the dentist yesterday. <laughs> it seems like I live in the dentist. Yeah, you do. I've actually been three times in like two weeks. Damn. Um, I will. Yeah, I went to the dentist. I went to see the hygienist because okay. I got two fillings last week. So this week I went to see the hygienist, hygienist and she thoroughly <laughs> cleaned my teeth. As in, I couldn't believe it. Like, I didn't think my teeth were that bad before, but once she cleaned it, I was like, wow, this is really before <laughs> and a discovery. This is a discovery. Like, you know when they clean your teeth and then you suck you suck the teeth for the first time, thinking, ah, ah, yes. I'm not sucking the teeth. You sound so ah. No, ah, but ah. like, you feel fresh. Like, Sam. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. And when you see, because obviously when you but, see the normal dentist, when they clean it, they don't clean as mm, thorough as you mm. when you see the hygienist. Like, my appointment was literally like for 40 minutes, like 40 to shoot, shoot. They were cleaning, mm-hmm. they were polishing, they were they even told me to buy a new toothbrush, they were recommending all this stuff. I said, Wow, so I re- I'm I'm just trying to take care of my teeth now. So I will I should well, um, I should I have been doing, doing that, that before. I, I was doing that before, but just you know what, like thoroughly like going for the regular checkups because they literally say you have to go like every six months and that and sometimes you haven't been for like two years and hey, I need to go to the dentist. But um <laughs> Yeah, I went to the dentist. Like, I don't know, it was good. Um, my gums were a bit sensitive, but other than that, I think everyone should try and go and see a hygienist. I didn't even know that was a thing. <laughs> this is what all. I was just about to say. I didn't even know that hygienist was a role, but now yes. that you've just described <laughs> the way that she's 
cleaning or he was cleaning. I mean, you must take your role so seriously when that's all you do, clean mm. teeth. So. How much did it cost? Yeah. Um, so it was we're 60... adults now. Yeah, <laughs> it was sixty pounds. I think it recently Bye. went up to brush bit... your teeth. <laughs> You're not trying it was to get 60 all. Pounds. And I think it recently went up because they wrote they had like a massive sign. The hygienist is now sixty pounds. <laughs> <laughs> So I thought maybe they were giving a warning to us. That the, Listen, the know your value. Honestly, I'm the know last time. Wife. The last time I went to the dentist, so the time before this one, I got no. The twi- the t- two times before was when I went for like a regular checkup, and then they told me what I needed to get. So they're like, "Oh, you need two fillings, you need two hygienists." I ended up paying like mm. ninety something pounds, bearing in mind that I was only paying a deposit for the hygienist. So I still had to come back. I'm paying another thirty pounds, and then I ended up paying sixty pounds because I now booked for the next hygienist appointment. So, like for the dentist, wait, wait, I spent like on. nearly one hundred and fifty pounds. Yeah, no, wait, <gasps> wait, uh, wait, yeah. wait a minute, wait a minute. So you're saying that the hygienist you paid a deposit for the hygienist and then okay, paid an so extra when, sixty okay. pounds? Wait, 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 no, no, no. Okay, so when I went for my checkup, a checkup is like twenty something pounds. Yeah, but because I was getting two fillings it now that now goes up to 62 pounds or something like that because when you get a filling that's that's what it is and then my dentist was like oh you need to see the hygienist as well and then when I got downstairs they were like okay um to see the hygienist you need to pay a deposit of 30 pounds because the hygienist is 60 so I ended up paying like 90 something pounds Hmm. and then when I now went to see the hygienist I ended up paying the remaining of the 30 pounds so because i paid the deposit mm-hmm. before mm-hmm. but then because i had to book another one mm. for six months time i ended up paying a deposit for the other thing for the other appointment so i spent end up spending like 60 pounds so within oh just a space of two to three weeks i spent like over 150 pounds on the dentist i'm like wow this is really this, this is, is really how they expensive. catch you fam. This yeah is how i just say you. if there's any any time when anyone is ever unemployed go and see the dentist they'll do everything for you for free really really yeah yeah oh, I, I, you know what yeah we have so many benefits in this country this country is a pack of shit yeah but you've got so <laughs> many benefits guys i got my the period where i was unemployed i got my glasses for free i got contact lenses for free uh-uh. wait I what my, i did my teeth for free hang on a minute they you know what guys are they need to do i even like that you can get free travel as well they you can get a <laughs> free travel laptop no, hold sorry on. Wait, why don't they wait wait, wait, wait. <laughs> Cool down, cool down, cool down. (laughs) So why do I need a job then? Cool down. Wait, all the things you're listing are the things that's on my list. So why am I watching <laughs> you know I mean? for the things Beatrice, on my list? I've been wanting to go to the dentist, though. Lati, Joy, you. Oh, more. Wait, I'm screaming. Why don't they advertise this? When they don't. They when don't you're unemployed, they'll just be telling you, oh, universal credit, that's all you can get. They won't be telling yeah. you that you can get all of this other stuff for free. Yeah. Mm. I'm, I asked that. You know when everyone jumps on universal credit, that literally, like, people don't tell you, but my friend, because she was working for them, she was like, you can do this, you can do this, you can do wow. this. Do you know how many contact lenses I got for free? I said, Jesus. <laughs> Honestly, do you know what's me. so funny? When Tammy was talking about this whole, like, uh, like her teeth and how much it's costing, I was even going to say, like, glasses, like, your eyes, yeah, it's so expensive. Like, mm. eye <sighs> tests, getting glasses, getting, then they'll now say scratch-free, anti-glare, they'll yes. now add blue light resistance. 
Mm. They'll now say that, oh, maybe you need contact lenses, but you have astigmatism. That one's an extra something, something like it's actually so expensive. Being so blind is free. free. Mate, so... I was wearing broken glasses for a time. I said, no, <laughs> not me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that wow. is funny. I feel like we can just end the pod there, you know. As in, thank you that so That is much. enough value add. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> I'm finished. No, random guys. Sorry. This is so random. What toothpaste does everyone use? Hey! Beatrice is so passionate about this. I topic. am so passionate about toothpaste. He's actually touched a sensitive spot right now. Like I don't even know what to do. But for me, I, I use that euthamol. You know the pink mm. one that's like peppery. That's the that's one that bad. I tastes like scotch bonnet. Hey, don't say that. What did she say? No, like, my, my, so my, my sister like studies at Cambridge, so all her like she's got like wow. dentist friends and stuff like that. Yeah, mm. so she was like, they said that one is really bad for you. That the only one that people should be using <laughs> is Sensodyne. <laughs> Oh my god. You know what? Yeah, hold on though. No, I so do alternate between the Wait, two. Sorry. I do alternate <laughs> between the two. Let me just say. Someone that just came to say they're so passionate about toothpaste. <laughs> <laughs> He's already switched sides. No, but hold on. You know, I've just said I actually alternate between Sensodyne and that I one. Let ever, me just say. I ever. Yeah, because it's in my dad's it's in my dad's bathroom. Okay, now okay go so you, you're not really altering then. <laughs> okay, can you shut up? Alternating, Abby. What's the English? I'm oh no, I don't think you guys understand how passionate this girl is about that right. euphemol thing. Like to the point where, like, she won't like as long as I've known her anyway, which has been like what now, like 13 years. I haven't actually seen her brush her teeth with any other toothpaste. So then when we were going to my bay, I was like, there's no point in me even packing toothpaste because I know Beatrice is gonna bring <laughs> the toothpaste. Now I get to my bay and I was like, Oh, where's the toothpaste? She was like, Oh, I thought you were gonna bring. I was like, if I brought toothpaste, you weren't even gonna use it. So like <laughs> No, I messed up there. I messed up there. I, I just, just messed up. I just use um Oral B. Yeah, that's what I use. I'm but when I'm using Sensodyne, please. That's what the Cambridge people are saying. I no, but when I okay, sorry to <laughs> sorry to go back to the dentist, but when I went to the hygienist, she literally said that as long as the toothpaste has um what is it floor 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 yeah oh, um, yeah fluoride. Fluoride. fluoride fluoride as long as it has that it's fine like fluoride fluoride you these, just went there yesterday and you've already forgotten. <laughs> All these fancy um like names, all these charcoal, all these you know these <laughs> things that they like to say like it's all for fashion. Like literally, yeah. the most important thing is even the toothbrush, let alone the toothpaste. Because she even told me they have to go and buy electric, hmm. electric toothbrush. She said then no yeah. no more manual labor. Go and get electric toothbrush. And I saw electric toothbrush starting from forty pounds. I said, hey, yeah, <laughs> I just even cheap. I just that one is even cheap. Fam, let me give you a tip. Let me give you a tip. I just bought my um first electric, well not first, but um I switched to electric toothbrush now. And Tesco, if you have a club card, the Oral B one that's ninety pounds gets reduced to forty. So oh, okay. um, that's what I got. Yeah, feeling good. Wow. Feeling clean. But do you know my thing with these electric thingies? Yeah, is first of all I know myself. When the battery starts dying, hey. I'm still gonna use it. I'm literally only gonna I'm gonna continue I've using away so many. This is the thing. I'm just going to keep using it until it's completely dead. So I just know myself. It'll get to a point where I'll probably start using manual labor to brush my teeth anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Why can't you just charge it? Second of all, 
Oh, are they not battery operated anymore? No, it's charged. No, you've oh, wow. Oh, see, that's gosh. fancy. Okay. And <laughs> um, what's the other thing I was going to say? <laughs> the other thing I was going to say is that I just feel like with these electric toothbrush, like, I can't really get into the nooks and crannies. No, you can. You can. No, now. you can. Well, okay, now. sorry to go back to the dentist. Oh, no, actually... hold on. This is like genius, fam. What the heck? Isn't she it? actually... No, no, no. She actually, de- she actually had an electric toothbrush and she demonstrated on my teeth how you're actually meant to... This brush one, wow. Does she have any masterclasses? Sorry? Go on. I said, does she have any masterclasses? She was really good. Her name was Ashley. I was, I can recommend no, I was going to say that this is, this is a clear example of someone <laughs> going above and beyond. Because Honestly, This is did. more than just cleaning the damn tooth. Like yeah, because she needed anything. that follow-up appointment. It's when true. all you're I'm doing screaming. is cleaning teeth, like, sis, you got to make sure that your clientele are coming back. Not me trying to think back to three days when you're doing, what is it, MPO? MPO, Siana! <laughs> oh, my days. I was literally talking about this with my friend yesterday, about how, like, customers will come into the free store, yeah, for a pay-as-you-go because they're going oh on holiday gosh, for one week. And your manager Sharon. will now be, like, try and turn that into a a phone contract and Boom. you're thinking and add on and add on the um the beats headset on top you're thinking yeah oh, they'll be like <laughs> do they want an accessory with that and i'm like it's a sim card like i don't know i just can't this whole sales thing is too much for no. me like i don't know i will never forget the day my dad came home with um, an upgrade and then i saw my fly in his hand i was fuming i said they got you i said take me to who sold to you <laughs> mate they the got you. Like my dad. The game was the game. The no, game is the game. Me. The streets are the street. Oi. Oh, Those three man. days. Wow. I miss it. I miss it. I miss it. I can't lie. I miss it as well. Um, oh, well. did you all work at three as well, other than Sharon? Oh, I did. Just Beatrice, oh, not me. Yeah. Tesco, oh, gong, gong. Yeah, <laughs> me. I was. I was at Tesco. <laughs> Mate, I was I was ready to walk out. I said, job or no job, God, I'm walking out. I remember. <laughs> nah, nah, Stratford was my last straw. Stratford was the most ghetto ass straw <laughs> ever, yeah. And I had been around because I just had enough of just working in retail anyways. Yeah. Started in Oxford Street, moved to High Street, Kensington, then went back to Oxford Street for a bit, then had enough of them, and then moved to Stratford. Then I said, I am sick of everyone. I am leaving the ghetto. <laughs> I, am I said, God, whether I have job because I like I applied for Sky, and I was yeah. like, whether I get that job or not, I am I walking out. This. Whether you like it, you're going to supply. So come on, let's go. <laughs> come on, let's be going. It's actually so true. Like Tiana would be editing YouTube videos like during her lunch break and stuff. Yeah, man. Mate, do you know what's so mad? Because obviously I was coming from the Loughborough store, and it's like you, ca- it can't get any like it can't get more dead than that. Like <laughs> literally, I think my room is bigger than the store. Mm, yeah. like, oh definitely <laughs> like definitely. I don't know if I'm exaggerating there like genuinely anyway so when I got to Stratford I was like oh my gosh so many young people so vibrant full of energy <laughs> oh, <laughs> God. I love it <laughs> God that is so oh. funny I'm not gonna lie I didn't really like much of the Stratford staff Oxford Street was they had my heart man hey oh, never got I've to go Sharon <laughs> <laughs> Nah, but yeah, Shrubwood was actually the ghetto. Like, some of the things that would happen in that store, you would literally just be like, what the heck is going on here? Mm. No, but everyone was declining. You could never make a sale. <laughs> <laughs> so your job oh was pointless. God, your job guys. was actually pointless. Oh, my days. Oh, my days. So, so there was this one time, yeah... I, like, was working <laughs> in Stratford. I went out for lunch and I came back in. 
and I just hear one guy and he's like Sharon and I look I look over and it's this guy that I used to speak to like we like dated or whatever for like I don't know maybe like seven months are or you something sure like you that. dated because sometimes men be saying they dated you I'm <laughs> saying don't claim you no we actually did for like a while and then but I hadn't seen him how old was I at this point like I think I was 21 and I hadn't seen him since I was like 18. Like, as in when I say I haven't seen him, like don't have his socials, don't have his number. Like it's like seeing a ghost. I can't even explain it any more than that. And I was mm. just thinking, why the heck is this guy in the store? So I like go into the staff room and I'm like, do you remember that um, Colombian lady, Tiana? With oh, the big wait, back. did she work with us? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Spanish speaking and she had a ring. Really nice yes. Body. Do you remember? She was the one like, that was on it. Yes, yes, MPO every day, like Where? five MPOs oh, every day. Yeah, but she was very pretty and she had like a big bum. Yes, exactly. Oh, yeah, Her, yeah. I was like, oh, my ex is outside. She was like, what? Should we kick him out? <laughs> I was like, no, <laughs> never that deep. It's never that deep. I was just, I just like, it's just weird seeing him in it. So anyway, I'm eating my lunch now, and I come down to go back onto the store. She was like, he declined anyway. <laughs> oh damn! I damn. was like, not him declining the credit check. Damn. But oh, sometimes God. it's not your fault, you know. Stratford was shit. Hmm. That's also true. But yeah, man, it was just a funny. Can't lie. Maybe now we have to start when we're dating someone. You have to start taking them to to go and the phone shops. Yeah, fam, to go and see what <laughs> no, the, the guys, credit. No, guys, guys, on the first date, you need to ask them to open Experian because what is Jesus? This? You've got to buy me a house. How are you gonna buy me a house? What's this? Isn't it? <laughs> when your your experience rating is saying how am I meant to poor. take you seriously if you can't buy me a house? What it's true thing? though. It's how true. are you going to provide for our children? What the it's hell true. Is... It's, I like your thinking. It's, it's not true. even how you're going to provide for our children. How are you even going to get a contract? How are you even going to get broadband? All these <laughs> simple things. It's true, you know. Yeah. Nah, but wow, mm. Beatrice, how was your week? I love, I love how long this how, how was your week was for Tammy but mine oh, was alright in it let's move on <laughs> that was yours my week was okay just busy probably like the busiest week of my of the year like mm. was this week to be honest yeah. but um, Tiana how's your week been? my week has been busy literally been working that is it went to Manchester for a bit so I put Ooh. a lot of like content on hold mm, then came yes. back and then realised Jesus I actually have to deliver stuff um so I was just sorting out content. Obviously, WizKid dropped today. That we have another date, and my heart, my heart is filled. Did you get tickets the first time? No, absolutely not. Because <laughs> because of those fucking resellers. Sorry, guys, I'm sorry, but you resellers. I swear to you, if anyone, oh my gosh, if I start spitting in Europe, yeah, <laughs> you will lose your head because because I'm hot. I'm hot. All you resellers, yeah. Let me tell you, Babalo is on speed dial. If you try the 29th, if you try the 29th, you have actually been warned. You've been warned. Don't you dare. Don't you dare. From the mother that born you, don't you dare even think about purchasing for the 29th. You have 28. Chill. Like, it's actually okay. Let no, no, it's actually so true. There was, like, obviously, I think standing tickets were, like, what, £48 or something? Yeah. One yeah. boy from my uni was like, oh, I have five on sale. So I messaged him and I was like, oh, how much are you selling them for? He was at like, 150 each. Bye. I was like, no, yeah. you know someone like that, you have to name and shame them because what the hell? I was like, I just, yeah. I was like, I said thank you very much (laughs) and I kept it stepping but just on the whole content thing obviously we're going to go into that's like the essence of this episode 
But you know that Not green dress essence. that you that <laughs> green dress that you um... <laughs> Tiana, you know that green dress that you posted recently, the one that like has the one shoulder, then it's like split in the front, like it's got a cut out in the front. Do you know what I'm talking yes. about? Yes. So I was like, I saw that on you and I said, Do you know what? Let me to order. Hmm. I ordered, I forgot that my body is not your body. Mistake. I was like, oh hell no. Mistake. No, no, Dan, you don't understand. Like, I look like a cucumber. No, it's rotting. Oh my gosh, no. A cucumber that is rotting. Did did you buy it from the same brand? I can't lie, I didn't. Mm. But it's still the same dress, no. Like, this is the thing. Like, to be honest, I never really wear like dresses like that because I know that like obviously I don't really have much shape like I'm quite straight mm. but I was just like oh like maybe there's a way that I can hmm error you know what we're gonna, I think we should even cover this in the episode because there's even some things that I even wanted to talk about stuff like that but let's keep that for the episode still yeah okay cool right mm-hmm. let's move on to song of the week <clears throat> Okay, guys, so as you know, each week we do a song of the week. And of course, as we have Tiana as our guest on the pod this week, we're going to hand over to her to give us her song of the week. So my song of the week um, is, I don't know if you guys know, Zeno Lesky. Yes. Um, the guy that yeah. sings Kilo Feshi. Mm-hmm. Um, he's got a new yeah. song um, called Naira Mali. Just paying yes. to Naira. Yes. Solid Bam. Why is Love that song it. two minutes? Are you? Is it crack? Because I've been reloading it. <laughs> I'm I'm a proper Niger babe, so any anything that's in like Yoruba, I live for. So yeah. I just feel like his whole vibe, even now with the whole Malian music, they're just moving in the right direction. That that song has literally been a replay. So yeah, mm-hmm. that's my song. Oh, of the what week. a fantastic twist! That's I absolutely song. love that song. Like I love it. Just yeah. so simple, but so sweet. Yes. No, but, but can we just talk about how Peng Zeno is? First of all, modern. Hello, model. <laughs> Hello, Vogue. Okay. I'm not so gonna lie. Us. When he first, when he first came to the scene, I thought he looked um quite feminine. I don't know if it was just me because I was like, yeah. is this a is this a guy or like a look? I wasn't really understanding. Yeah. But now that like he's been in the scene, like he's actually very pretty. I don't know how mm-hmm. to explain. Like really? he's really yeah. he's like. His features, you would think he kind yeah. of like, kind of like um, Father DMW as well. Like they're just very like I don't know how yeah. to explain their look, but it's very very modern. I, saw, I met I met Father the other day. He's quite short. I didn't know. I didn't the other that. day, yeah. yeah, yeah. Launch. It was a launch party, but I didn't expect him. First of all, I didn't even know he was in London. But his, his face in real life is top notch, but I didn't expect him to be that short. Oh, his face is top notch. Yeah, yeah, he's got really nice. He's got like the structure, like yeah. To be fair, you're right. He does have a nice structure. To be fair, you're right. Very, very nice structure. Very mm. like flawless skin. Mm. <laughs> but very short, man. <laughs> <laughs> this is how these guys will shock you, fam. Fam, these things. You never give to me. He never on Instagram. No, but to me, he never gave off tall energy. Oh, did he not? Bro. Yeah, but she said that he's very short. That he's very short. Like you wouldn't looking at him, you wouldn't think, oh, this guy is really short. Mm, like, yeah. like at least five eight or five nine. He's not. He's not even that. Oh, it is well. Anyway, as always, we'll put the song in our Spotify and hopefully our Apple Music playlist. So before you come and drag me, did you go and see the Apple Music playlist? 
Why am oh. I checking Apple Music playlists? It's check? not my duty. Exactly. What do you mean it's not so... <laughs> no, but we don't have duty, Apple Music. But it's, but it's your duty to drag me if I didn't... Yeah, but we don't have I didn't Apple drag music. you. I said hopefully. I didn't say anything. Wow, else. domestic. You didn't, even, you didn't even ask whether I... Even know if I, whether I don't I have... Even... I'm not going to Okay, but tell me, where did you do it? If I put the song in the Spotify playlist. I beg, Joe, that's your duty. No, but hold on, wait. When did you do it? It doesn't matter when. This is the thing. Should she actually be doing bulk uploads? She'd be like, I haven't done it for the last six weeks. Let me go and check Spotify. She'll first go and check the Spotify playlist though. Make sure that it's marrying up. That is anyway, Sha. It's cuckoo updated, Sha. So okay, well, thank God. Remember to add Naira Mali. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, as I was saying, as always, we'll put it in our Spotify and Apple Music playlist and we'll also link it in our story so you guys can check it out. Okay, guys. So this week... Obviously, we have Tiana on and she's an influencer. She'll kind of tell us a little bit more about what she does in a moment. But this week, or was it last week, um, Molly May uploaded a video and she was talking about the industry, the influencing industry, content creation industry. And she was explaining or her manager was explaining about how they um, declined a two million pound. I was going to say dollar, you know, two million pound deal. Um, and it just got everyone talking about kind of how lucrative this industry is and how much money you must be making to be able to say no to two million pounds. Mm. <laughs> no, nah, sorry, mm. that one actually spun me. But um, yeah, so I just thought it'd be a good opportunity to kind of touch on this more, but obviously with somebody who is actually in the industry and kind of talk a little bit more about kind of the challenges and the opportunities associated with this industry and the kind of the work it takes, etc. Um, but before we go into that, Tiana, do you want to just explain a little bit more about what you do when you started your YouTube channel, etc.? Um, so yeah, I am a content creator. Um, I don't refer to myself as an influencer. I just refer to myself as a content creator. Um, I work across um, fashion and beauty and just a little bit of beauty um, and lifestyle. And I've also done some stuff for like tech brands. Um, but my journey kind of like started, oh, what year are we in? 2000, so it started in 2015, um, where I was at like film school and I was just like, I want to just start my own thing, do my own content. Obviously, we were like making shows and working on production and things like that. But I wanted to um, have something to call my own and I had access to equipment. So I just thought might as well. Um, so that's when I started my YouTube channel and started like building my my personal brand and presence online and now we are here working self-employed um <laughs> unprovoked because i didn't ask for this life, <laughs> life <laughs> <told> me. um <laughs> but um yeah that is me i hope i hope i covered that but yeah i've worked for a, a quite a few brands i'm consistently working with puma now yeah um, nice did some stuff for i saw it first um, sweaty Betty, A. Come on, girl, you better name those. <laughs> That's right, you better name those. That's right. <laughs> so yeah, I've worked for um some some a couple of brands um and um UK based and um American brands hmm. as well. Good, I love that. <laughs> so, oh sorry, have you finished? No, that that's me. Oh, okay, cool. So I just, sorry. I wanted to ask this question before I forgot. Um, just what you said, kind of initially about you refer to yourself as a content creator, not an influencer. Can you mm-hmm. explain the difference? And then also, can you explain like what the I guess stigma is around 
influencing because I feel like a lot of people who are content creators also say that that they don't refer to themselves as influence mm. influencers mm-hmm. um I I think um as a content creator I only refer to myself as a content creator because of my production background because okay. the majority of my career has been from working in tv yeah. Um, even before like my job at three I was working at tv and had a little break so I could kind of like figure myself out and obviously left three to go back into the production world but I solely my personal reason is because my whole career my whole skill set is production based mm. um, so camera work lighting um, audio sound I am qualified to do that at broadcast level so Mm-hmm. I refer to myself as a <laughs> shut up. No, I like that. I like no, that. honestly, like these are the things that I feel like we need to be knowing. Anyway, yeah. so we yeah. carry on. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I try I really try to make that clear because even like me working yes. with Puma now, I'm not just working as like the face. I've done stuff behind, like where mm. it hasn't been anything to do with influences and literally just been me on camera just delivering and so I always try and make it clear to people that like yeah you lot see this quote-unquote influencer but my skill set is actually very like up there when it comes to production because I've worked on some really massive shows Mm. um so yeah I that's my personal reason I was just saying I'm a content creator however I don't mind people calling me an influencer because I think it's not for you to say it's not for me to say i'm an influencer if you feel influenced by me then that's mm. when you can call mm. me an influencer come on um, I, I so, many people call themselves influencer. <laughs> so many people call themselves influencers and they're not really influencing anyone <laughs> whereas... not even going to that. Jesus. <laughs> because there are certain names that are popping to my head or... fam when i tell when you the last time five... anybody bought anything that you swiped up that you linked for swipe up yeah fam but it's it's not it's not even just buying decisions it's 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 decisions in so many areas the way you do your hair the way you do your makeup like mm. we are all influenced however some people do it on a different level molly may is an influencer because she can say i am at this place today so many mate if you see molly may's vlogs here she'll be walking in the street vlogging you will see a 40 year old girl screaming in the background saying when i see stuff like that i think it's hilarious but that's someone you can call an influencer because her her influence is unmatched people like white girls say i want to be molly may that's Mm. an influencer like Mm. that's on a that's on a crazy so there's obviously different levels to it like your marion mooses your nellas like they there's different there's different levels to it um but for me i just feel like yeah i'm a i'm a content creator because a lot of the content i make as well so so like they're not posted on my platform i give it i sell it to brands so like mm-hmm. they'll tell me to make something and they have the exclusivity rights that's when i am literally solely a content creator which i do that a lot but um yeah the business understanding the business bit is very important and a lot of people don't understand it and a lot of people who are calling themselves influencers don't have a clue how the business works mm. don't brands don't even respect them yeah, they yeah. buy the stuff and they're saying hey. thank you nike no don't kill me um are you being serious yeah i've seen i've seen seen so many people buy stuff and be like thank you so much for sending like obviously the brand did send you but you paid for it Mm. 
Mm. Um, <laughs> yeah, the brand sent you it with the postman like that, you <laughs> and you even pay for delivery. So, that is so um, funny. But I, like, I'm not talking because I'm still small. Like, I'm like, there's defo levels to this, and there is so much to learn about the business aspect that I still even rattles my brain. But mm. um, yeah, yeah. I hope I covered. <laughs> I hope yeah, that no, yeah, you did. You did. Mm. Um, I was gonna but ask. Even- Go on, sorry. So I was going to touch on the Molly May thing. Like, what Molly... Obviously, that £2 million deal. I, I I don't know why people are surprised influencer marketing is, like, a massive, like, like thing. Because you've got to remember that, like, you don't really see billboards anymore. Like, mm. everything is online. Like, people people think influencer marketing is going going away. It's 100% not. Like, I think... And I think people are in denial of how, like, how easy it is. It really does cut out the middleman and saves a lot of money yeah. um, for brands. Like, people are saying, oh, there's so much money to be made. Brands were spending even more money on, on advertising alone. And now this is their new form of advertising. And... um with the whole Molly being able to turn out that two million pound, it's literally because she's in such high demand. She's she said it herself, I'm booked up till summer. Not every influencer has that privilege. And mm. I know a lot of people are saying, Oh, like dignity, and that's how you know she's so real. Yes, yeah, she's real, but she is in a position where she's allowed to be real. Yeah. We can't yeah. deny she can, that. Like she can a, afford not, to do that. Yeah. She can afford to do that. You try to give that a two million brand um brand deal to like a black influencer it's definitely gonna be a different story not because their heart is not pure it's just because we don't get those opportunities like that yeah yeah we don't Mm. we're not in that we're not we're not privileged and and unless you're not saying it's impossible but we know that this the the whole advertising world is a white man's world like it's Mm. a white lens like um, it's a it's through a white gay story and she is only able to really do that because she is in high demand and she's a white woman like we can't mm. we can't take that like i'm not not taking that away from because i know molly is a hard worker like she actually <laughs> my friend says she works like a black woman oh my chest molly actually works like a black woman and i actually fell on the floor because it's so true why do you, have, you don't actually have to work that hard but she does yeah i'm not taking it away from her but she, she has so many she had so much privilege mm. um with her but she she's also a hard worker but yeah wow <laughs> i feel like you covered so much in that mm. um i think okay that kind of leads me on to my next question i wanted to understand like what your perspective on the industry is as a whole but then also with the kind of lens of being a black woman um in the industry like what are the challenges that are unique i guess to black people and what is your kind of perspective as on the industry as a whole um i think for me personally um would be um just being considered in the budget if that makes sense Mm. Um, because obviously we had we had this whole period where obviously black content creators were doing stuff for free which was kind of like ruining the market for everyone because like as soon as you now set a price of oh this is for I I charge five hundred pounds for this they'll be like mm, no we know we know someone else who would do it for free and that was kind of like ruining the market wow. and I think I love that whole 
um, clubhouse period where influencers were saying, you know, charge, like Esther was running her rooms, Uche were running their rooms. And mm. I think it kind of like helped us understand that actually, no, we need to set our prices and be stern in it. And I think when I started asking, especially a lot of black creatives as well, we don't ask because we, we're made to feel grateful for the opportunity. And I feel like a lot of brands make us feel like, oh, we chose you, so you must be grateful in the, in the sense of that. And it's just like, no, I'm actually worth this mm. this money. And you will notice a lot of black creators as well. We, when it comes to our content, our content is like, when it comes to quality, sickening. Mm. Mm-hmm. And I always do this thing. I do this random thing. When I tag a brand, I go into um, their tags on their actual page and I see my content and I'm like, my content stands out from all these people. Mm-hmm. And mm. you have the audacity to say that I'm not worth the budget or whatever. And it's the light be getting different when you're taking pictures. I'm not even going to lie. <laughs> oh, thank you, thank you. I'm, oh my gosh, I'm so meticulous with content. I'm actually a like a, a perfectionist. It's really crazy, um, mm. but yeah, I think just navigating myself and and with brands because obviously I'm doing it myself. Like I have someone who helps me reach out with brands, but majority of the time it's I, like I'm doing it myself, and it's just just being taken seriously like trying to make money from this like make real money from this but I think when I started asking and I started I turned down so many brands now like before I used to just take everything because I thought you know we never know when the next thing would come in Mm. um and I used to take in everything and I think that kind of like devalued me in a way and Mm. I think now I have more quality control and I know my worth um I am able to just say nope that doesn't fit that doesn't fit that doesn't fit. no matter how many times I say no like 10 brands could say oh we want you to work with us but if it doesn't make sense to me and it doesn't make sense to my brand I'm gonna say no so mm. um and I, but I think that just that takes time and I think if anyone does want to influence or content create mate you have to actually just figure this shit out yourself and you have to you have to <laughs> put on this phrase that you know what you're doing when absolutely you don't know what you're doing but I think now, um, now I follow more like content creators on my level. I think having conversations with them, like, is more comforting. Like, I feel like I could easily like message Rora Gold. I could easily message Kike if I'm lost. Like, it like mm. there's that in a sense, and I think more people are now open. More of us are now open to say you know, I don't understand this. What's your opinion? Like, even Esther, Esther's always said, like, her DMs is open, and I think that's so nice. Like, as big as she is, she she's there to say, you know what, I can help you, Lord. Like, don't feel like you're alone. Whereas back in the days, you felt like you were doing this by yourself. They had to do it by themselves. Mm. Like, Esther, I, I'm sure Esther had no one to speak to, and look at the level she is. So, mm. I think, yeah, just figuring it, figuring out the business yourself is, is super hard. Um, getting brands to respect you, um, getting people to respect you. Because I, I I think during lockdown, I saw bare people taking content and I said, not going to lie, some of you lot are going to drop like flies because this year you're going to realise how hard it is. Mm, wow, it's true. Realise, oh, you're actually taking this serious. It's now gaining that respect from yeah. people and brands. So people yeah. can always tap into you. Because I think now people know I'm consistent. I, there's... You know, you always see me pop up. I'm always consistent with my shit. It's like I'm not going anywhere. Mm, mm. Do you know what? Yeah. I think you've touched on so many, so many key things here. Um, but I like the way that 
you're talking because I won't lie to you as someone who is a consumer so obviously I well I'm not an influencer I obviously consume stuff from social media I sometimes and I do think it's changing especially with like the conversations that were happening on um, Clubhouse but sometimes you kind of get this notion of like oh, I don't know how to explain it not that you can't be a part of it but um there that was is saturated of, or yeah, not that it's saturated like it's kind of like there was just a ba- I think there was just a, a stronger barrier between those that were producing content and people that were consuming but I think yeah. now that people are now beginning to have those conversations you know people are beginning to realize actually like that barrier doesn't have to be as strong like you can build relationships with the people mm-hmm. that you're engaged like you know for example yeah. content creators are now like asking questions more engaging more wanting to find out what people want I actually think that wasn't actually there before I think before it was a case of they're just shooting stuff at you whereas now it's more like I don't know whether what I'm spot I'm saying makes sense but it's more it like makes a sense yeah yeah. two way thing but um I don't feel like it is though like I totally get what you're saying but I don't know if I have personally felt the shift like I feel like for example like I can reach out to you Tiana because obviously we work together like I know you mm-hmm. and I feel like I'd be very comfortable and obviously I am comfortable which is why you're on the pod today but if I wanted to reach out to another content creator who I thought would be a great asset to like the pod or something I don't like even though I have people in my mind that I would like absolutely love for them to come onto the pod I can't say that there's anyone that I would feel comfortable to approach I feel like and I don't know if this is what I'm perceiving or if this is Mm -hmm. they are what they are portraying but sometimes I get like the standoffish kind of vibe Mm -hmm. I feel like some people definitely like not everyone like some people are genuinely just seem so lovely but there are some Mm -hmm. people that feel like it feels a little bit like I'm better than you because like I'm big on socials like my like I genuinely feel like because they have like so many followers Mm -hmm. they have the aura of kind of like I don't know, man. Like, you can't chat to me. Some, <laughs> sometimes it is a perception. Sometimes it is a perception, though. But trust me, I know that there's people in the content creating scene who, <clears throat> sorry, move on a you can't sit with us vibe. Yeah, and they yeah. have yeah. definitely confirmed it for me in certain things they do. So you're not, you're not, your perception isn't wrong. However, that don't allow that to stop you from reaching out. If they blatantly do it, that's when you know. But there's perception and then there's mm-hmm. you I can 100% see that you are on this you can't sit with us because there's definitely content creators out here who are on this you can't sit with us vibe and that's cool that's understandable do you mm-hmm. um but at the same time as well depending on who you're asking um you <sighs> people act like things aren't transactional and I really hate it because it's like we're all lying things are mm-hmm. transactional like mm-hmm. you lot on, on episode 55 you've been consistent that's something to show that's mm-hmm. what you bring to the table for me I've also been consistent in my um, in my content now we can come together if you mm-hmm. have nothing to show because there's people who are just like oh my gosh just started my pod blah 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 which I mean I don't, I don't mind depending on on who you are if the if your platform doesn't make sense for me I won't work with you but there's mm-hmm. some people who will reach out to someone and there is no correlation mm-hmm. and you can't really expect them to work with you because they it, like, I, I think sometimes don't take it personal like you might think oh we'll be great together and they're looking at your at you <laughs> thinking for me right now in the space that I'm in this won't make mm-hmm. sense or I'll do yeah. it later or 
maybe yeah that person is maybe just a little bit too big mm-hmm. um but, but you know what so, yeah i think there's so many factors to it because mm-hmm. you, i can't come and now start a podcast and start asking begging beyonce to come she's wet unless <laughs> I, I grow and get to a i can call beyonce status like mm-hmm. a jay shetty or, or someone like that then you can like you have to kind of like build yourself and have something to prove and I think some people have reached out to me and be like, let's collaborate. And I'm just like, mm, not me being rude, but you don't really have something to show for it. If that makes yeah. sense, your table can't be empty. I always say your table can't be empty. Mm. Like you can't invite people to the table and you have nothing on there. Like people mm. need to, people need to eat. And I think that's a good point to be honest. But then I kind of, and this is something that we, we spoke about before in terms of, obviously we, like I said, it's social media, but it's important to remember that these are people's jobs, if that makes sense. Like, this yes. is literally what they do. But then on the flip side, you then look at yourself or you look at maybe for those who aren't working in those industries but working in other industries, the way that people share information and speak on things, I think it's more, I don't know, it it, it just works a bit better, which obviously I understand because actually when you think about the industry and how long it's been basically going for and you know the fact that it's still kind of growing and there's not there's actually not a lot of people in it even though it seems saturated but generally there isn't it's still growing um it's just annoying the fact that I do feel like I could reach out to a partner or reach out to somebody and they would be more willing to help whereas in the like you just mentioned now with influencing because there's a social aspect involved it's a bit different Mm. do you know what I mean um and but yeah that's something I just want to raise but I think that you know that point in terms of remembering that as a consumer when you're looking at someone producing these content it's sometimes easy to it's actually very easy to forget that this is actually people's jobs and Mm. especially if you want to go into it like you mentioned this (laughs) those people that started and I can't lie to you we're basically all part of those people right now (laughs) we We are part of all those people that started and we didn't anticipate or realise how much hey, the effort work is just and work crazy. goes yeah. behind it. And it's, again, when you then start to realise, actually, this is a job. Think about how much hours you put into your nine to five or whatever you're doing. Yeah. You you basically need to replicate that and add more because it's basically your own business. So, you're oper- you know, with your job, you get told, okay, this is what you need to do do this by this date do this by this fair enough but and not just that Beatrice all the other stuff that happens in the background someone else does that for you like HR exactly... will sort out your salary yeah somebody else will sort out this somebody else yeah. will sort out when you're a content creator and you're perhaps like smaller you're doing all that stuff yourself yeah exactly. I, when I got my contract from from Puma I wanted to cry oh my I had I did not understand what the hell I was reading I literally was gonna have a breakdown. I said, "Who the hell is meant to help me? Like, where the hell am I meant to understand?" I was trying to Google words. Oh, it was not <laughs> working. But luckily, my friend's um sister, she's an influencer lawyer, so ah, uh, and she 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 just knew that <laughs> I wasn't gonna get any of it. But not everyone has that connect. But it's so it's so hard. But I think a lot of influencers as well. I I I think sometimes it's like it's the same as like regular entrepreneurs like Mm. sometimes some questions they get it's like did you even check google like it's that type of attitude like you're coming here to ask me a stupid question did you check google because i'm not gonna lie there's certain people and i've been getting recently where people ask the most 
oh. dumbest question. Let me not like even us that are not influencers, <laughs> do we not get do we not get those Wait, questions? I understand. You, I understand. Like I will tag the brand and you're asking me, oh. what are you wearing? And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, it's okay, but you gotta think if a hundred people's asking me that. Not me, but if like it's a like a big influence mm. where thousands of people have watched the story and a hundred have replied saying, Sis, what are you wearing? But she's literally <laughs> tagged there saying Zara. <laughs> <laughs> like it, it, it it's it's I, that's why I, I always say like don't take anything in this life personal because you mm. don't know what's on the other side of the phone. She might have just found out that her, her uncle passed away and now you're asking her, sis, oh my gosh, you didn't shit. Oh God. But there's some people who are just not nice in, in real life and, and that is the fact. But there's some people, it's just like influencer or content creator or whoever the hell they are. These are, we are regular people. Everyone's regular. Mm. Like everyone's mm. normal people. People go yeah. through, you might just catch them at a bad time. Mm. Um, but <laughs> yeah, it's hilarious. Mate, um, I actually had a question. So, I think again, I have to talk as a consumer, but literally now I feel like we're beginning to see kind of like you've, you've obviously mentioned the two million from Molly Main, obviously, over there. That's a very different situation, but yeah. we're beginning to see black faces earning good money. Well, obviously, we don't know the amounts, but, but we assume they're earning good money and we're able to see the see it being translated into more than just clothes and, and makeup <laughs> because now we're seeing those people get the things that we also want so for example we're seeing influencers buy their own property do all these things which obviously we know kind of everyone wants to do but if you're just seeing someone get clothes and stuff you can be like yeah yeah but you now we're seeing that next step and seeing really how it can really elevate mm-hmm. and change people's lives i think now like it's obviously making people more aware of the business and realize actually there must be something in this that is obviously you know like you just mentioned now brands are willing to pay money for these type of things so my question i wanted to ask and you kind of touched on it before but for somebody who is looking at those people and obviously i'm guessing you were also in that position or if you want to talk about how you know what made you decide fully i know you said you were in that but obviously you were kind of behind the scenes what made you want to step out but then also what skill set would you say is actually needed like because obviously I know people talk about, oh, yeah, you know, be consistent and stuff. But I'm I'm sure that also with consistency, there's also other factors that are involved. Yeah, like mm-hmm. ability. Yeah. <laughs> like, I feel like people, people, people are, are sugarcoating this thing, which obviously, yeah. like, I, I get it. Like, you know, you want to be encouraging people. You don't want to be putting people down. But for example, in a job, yeah, with an investment <laughs> banker, they tell you, you need to do this, you need to do that. And I know it's yeah. not as clear cut. But there's definitely some skill sets and some things that we're beginning to see. Actually, if you don't have this in check, or more, you need to look for something else. Yeah. So yeah, I just want to know, like, from your experience and what you've been working on. Obviously, you've seen people start and stop as well, and you've obviously continued. What would you say are the skill sets that someone needs to be able to do that? Um, number one would be discipline. Um, mm. my friends know I am. Ugh, I'm. I didn't realize I was disciplined because I thought I felt like it was a natural skill for me. Like when I start something. I will finish it. That's my issue, yeah. This is my issue in life. When I start something, I will do everything <laughs> in my power to finish it. So <laughs> now that I started this content creator career, there is nothing that I'm letting go of because my brain is programmed to always just finish. Mm. And me, no matter what, I will always edit. I will always create time for content. My friends mm. help me so much. Anytime that, that we can, I'll be like, okay, we're going here. I need to take content beforehand. Rebecca like, 
<laughs> Rebecca, mate, Rebecca loved that girl, my girl Tolu, Sushi, like they all helped me so much. And I think discipline, if you are not disciplined, because there is going to, everyone chats about motivation, yeah, but motivation is absolute fairy dust. It's discipline that's going to get you to edit that vlog when you cannot be bothered. Um, It's discipline that's going to get you up when now it's cold or it's been raining, but you still need Mm. to shoot for a brand. It's, Mm. It's all discipline because let me tell you this now, there's people who have come after me and have blown. Mm. Wait, I, I can't be looking left and right I just have to keep keep doing tunnel vision and yep. keep you know, like keep with my discipline but it's so easy to just be like you know what this is not as fruitful as I thought it would be because trust me content creating takes years for for brands for brands for people to even see you like mm. you'll be see, you'll be thinking oh people have seen me mate there's a whole there's a do you know how many people are in this world mm. I'm trying to take over that means we've got to keep going. Like we have to keep going because Beyonce needs to reach, and my content needs to reach Beyonce. We need to keep going, and it's only, mate, it's only discipline that will that will um that will keep you there. Because trust mm. me, there are people who are gonna there's there's podcasts that are gonna come be, um after you lot, and for some reason they're gonna get their shot, and you'll be thinking ah, but we've been mm. here, we've been yeah. here. Mm. And, and it's only that discipline and that that tunnel vision and just understanding where you're trying to trying to go with it because I am trying to build myself into a household name not just in just influencing and content creating but as a whole mm. um, and I think being adaptable as well moving with the times like mm. a lot of people are stubborn you think people are adaptable but as soon as change comes people are like oh no hell no like a lot of us were resisting TikTok like no I was if, gonna I'm I literally have this in my notes I'm just going on that app like it's like no you either move with the times or 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 you get they left stagnant. behind. Mm, yeah, you get left yeah. behind. You have to be someone who adapts to the times. Like you see a lot of influencers, if they don't if <laughs> mate, if they don't move with the times, they are so irrelevant. Mm, um, yeah. but yeah, definitely discipline and, and adaptability and um always, always keep learning. Like me, I'm like taking new courses taking new creativity courses new editing courses because wow. it's just, See, I, like, I, I like this i like the stuff i love the stuff you're mentioning now because people would just be thinking that it's a case of just take a picture and go or trust me just record a video and go but the, the effort and you know the behind the scenes in terms of you know like how i did that but you know you, with the behind the scenes um, <laughs> you'll, be, you'll be shocked how many people can't take a picture you know it's I, true I, 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 i've clocked one of my skills is i have uh, like the eye like I know that like, I studied composition for pictures mm. and I didn't realize it's like a skill so when certain people are take you see those friends that take pictures and it's wonky <laughs> they literally just it's not it's let's not, not start easy, today. you know they just don't you know yourselves the <laughs> <laughs> they just they just don't have the eye and I realized some people proper have it and some people don't like we see things very differently mm. Yeah, that I was gonna. So I was gonna ask a question, and um, you kind of touched on it. So obviously, you said that you started like this whole um, content creating from like twenty fifteen till now, and obviously, a lot of influencers have come and gone. So, like, what do you think has changed from twenty fifteen to now? Obviously, I don't know. I feel like do you feel like YouTube is on a decline. Like, I just feel like people don't want to watch long videos anymore. It's all about the 30 seconds 45 seconds 60 seconds like what has significantly significantly changed from 2015 till now in terms of content creating 
I don't think YouTube is on a decline. YouTube will never be on a decline because everything's on YouTube. You can learn how to sing on YouTube. You can learn how to like play the piano. You can learn self development on YouTube. You can watch a whole masterclass on YouTube. YouTube will never like YouTube is the hub where you will learn everything mm. and anything. Mm. I, don't, I don't think it's a it's it's gonna go away. Obviously, they've introduced shorts. But I think the problem right now with all these apps is they're trying to all be like each other. And mm. I'm like, let TikTok be the short. Let YouTube be the place where we go when we want to watch a sermon or when we want to, you know, mm. do some self-development. Let that be its hub. Like, obviously, Instagram is a whole mess now because they've updated us and said it's no longer going to be a photo app. It's going to prioritise e-commerce um, culture, the, the whole e-commerce culture and video. They are mm. in competition with TikTok don't know why but they don't ever want to mind their business <laughs> but, um, <I> think, <laughs> that's um, why people will be saying oh why does your instagram do this but mine doesn't do it it's because they're always changing oh, jobs um, yeah it's really it's um, really mad. like some people some features that i have on one account i don't have on the other and i'm like yeah, yeah mate, one, i have one account that i can't add music to and i'm like are you <laughs> lot on crap but um <laughs> i think what has changed um obviously is the amount of people that are out there um and obviously what people are more focused on but that will always that will always be a thing like there'll be a new season where people are focused on something else right now there was a season where you know pranks were in i mean they're still mm, in yeah. but no one's focused on that anymore um now it's dancing on tiktok um and it's just it's just moving with the times really mm. um and just and just keep keep keeping at it and not being because I feel like when when especially when younger content creators come in, people get scared and it's just like, nah, hold your ground. You have an audience that you've built. Just keep keep at it and just keep growing with your with your personal audience. Mm. I like that. And you know what, Tammy? Um, mm-hmm. I actually agree, and I I would dis I, I would disagree with what you said in terms of YouTube on decline as well. Because I actually feel like I tend to now go to YouTube to watch like podcasts. So I'm actually watching stuff that's a lot longer mm. rather than watching like tutorials. I'm watching people's vlogs. I'm watching holiday vlogs. I'm mm. watching, you know, stuff like that. So, yeah, I, I don't think that it's necessarily on the line. It's probably just at the time. I think I think what I was trying to say is like, um, I don't know if people are watching. I don't know how to explain it, but like if I'm judging by like views and stuff, like let's not talk about like money mail like let's talk about some of like the influencers that when even back when we were watching it we didn't even know they were even called influencers we just used to call them youtubers because that's mm-hmm. what they were if that makes sense mm-hmm. and if you're comparing the views that they had back then versus the views that they have now oh, yeah it's different it's, yeah it's, but, it's but so that's much because, different that's because, that's because youtube changed their algorithm it's not it's got not like it doesn't mean people have left youtube it's literally just youtube have changed their algorithm and you have to remember um social media is catered to solely you so what you see is on what i see mm, like we okay. could be on twitter we could have twitter open side to side i'll be seeing a completely different feed you'll be seeing completely different a different feed as well and we could be following the exact same people yeah but social media is catered to solely you so it will look like um like um youtube is on a decline but it's really not you gotta remember like there is a whole wide world that watches youtube yeah have you seen american content fam i've i've recently yeah american content content. yeah american family content Mm. them man get views 20 million people 
13 million people, 13 million subscribers. I'm like, where are these people? Like, I've, I'm, it's like, I'll be at my client's house and I'll be like, I've never come across these people in my life. Mm. But it's literally because the, the algorithm is catering things to you. So the yeah. people that you might be watching, they're probably not getting pushed. Like, even man, like, it's, it's, it's sometimes a struggle to get my YouTube content, content out there. But it's not because there's no one on YouTube. It's literally just how the algorithm is set up. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, what has sense. that how has that change like impacted you? Because I know that like even um before, um I don't know how it was like with monetization and stuff. Like obviously now you have to have you have to rack up a certain number of views before you can start being monetized on YouTube. But I don't yeah. think it was always like that. And also no. I remember there was this period when like YouTubers were saying, Oh, they've changed the like they've changed it and now we're all getting paid less and stuff, or something like that. Yeah. So how has that like impacted you like the change in algorithm and all these new rules and regulations um i think realistically youtube is not where i i go to make money at all like instagram has been my biggest money maker because i feel like i'm just fighting the algorithm when it comes to pushing out videos Mm. and there's literally i don't know i literally don't know what is because my views used to be because even my friend asked me, like, he's like, what's happened to your views? I, I honestly said I couldn't, I, I could not tell you. But then I, I've noticed it's not just me. Like, I would see people who have 500k, but they'll only get like 10k views. Wow. And it's like, if you check the percentage, my percentage probably matches theirs. It's like, oh, I have, I have 11k subscribers, but only one, it's only reaching, I'm only getting 1k views. Mm. And it's just like, we don't re- like no one really understand like everyone's trying to make videos on how to help people like fight this <laughs> algorithm get third party you know um plugins and stuff it's just like no one has time for that um and you will notice a lot of influencers as well they don't really do youtube anymore because it's just it's just it takes a lot of time and sometimes it's for me money wise it has not been super fruitful i would say instagram has been the most fruitful for me um with how much I've been able to make yeah, but yeah it's, cha- it's changed and I don't know why it's changed the whole watch time I that happened after my um, platform reached um, was qualified so I have no clue about that but I know people are on YouTube right now not making any form of money from it but yet YouTube want to be doing up double ads mm. <laughs> They're not paying you for that. They're taking one hundred percent review back. That's crazy. It's cheeky. It's crazy. That is absolutely crazy. Um, I was going to ask as well. How do you? And I think you touched on this a little bit earlier when you were saying like sometimes there could be people that come after you that blow. Um, but you obviously have to have that tunnel vision of like, I know where I'm going, like, this is what I'm doing. When did you kind of, I guess, reach that level of maturity? And how do you stop yourself from comparing, like, your growth to how other people grow, etc.? Um, for me, I won't, like, I won't come in line and be like, oh, yeah, I've always been tunnel visioned. Oh, there was, there's been days where I've had my breakdowns where it's just like, like, why is my journey so um so slow but I feel like me personally I'm consistently feeding my I'm like obsessed with like working towards being like the best version of myself so as much as like I'll be that type of person I'll cry for one day and I'll be like okay yeah next day what we doing how we how we continuing how we getting Mm. this money how we that's that's just my mentality I don't ever believe in like dwelling in sadness um and I think after a while it's just like it's either 
you keep looking left and right or you suck it up and I think when Mm -hmm. you are I think you just get to a place where for me personally I just I knew what I brought to the table I knew my personal value I know that there is no one like me yeah there might be someone who might be similar to me but that person is that person and I am who God created me to be and I just I think recognizing my power and understanding my voice and understanding my presence um in certain spaces gave me that confidence I've always been a confident person but I went for a period where I literally just like I don't know I, I couldn't recognize myself um and I think you have to just you allow yourself to feel but you don't allow yourself to just sit in it I don't I'm mm. I'm not like I've realized some people are prop they prop love being victims oh it never could be me no mm. I, d- I don't like ever feeling like a victim so I'm just like no it is what it is that person had their time and my time will will come I always believe that there is a season for every single person and you just have to keep preparing and that's I, th- I think I think it's a mindset thing um mm because there's so many people there's always going to be someone who's better than you there's always going to be someone who's curvier than you there's going to be someone who has a better platform than you. there's going to be someone who has longer hair than you like there's always going to be someone and if you focus on all of those you might as well just say you're not worth anything because because mm. what's the point of all of that mm, but yeah I think I, I think it was a mindset thing and just training myself and just speaking life into myself and also praying man honestly it's really good mm honestly also like how do you keep up with these like reels and stuff because i feel like every day there's a new thing new song new <laughs> if it's not grr, grr. you know that one that they've been doing recently where they're, oh, they're doing, like, oh yeah um yeah you open. i hate yeah. Them so much. I just can't I do it so anymore much. oh no i hope i don't fall. <laughs> 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 I actually, I actually cannot like. And Beatrice already mentioned this earlier that all three of us, there's other things that we're supposed to be doing on Instagram, or we mm. haven't uploaded, we haven't posted in a really long time. Mm. And I feel like for me, what I was struggling with is just like, oh my days, it's just so overwhelming. Like there's just so much to do, and it's like sometimes you'll even find the time to record the video, but then you have to now edit it. Some people mm. somehow have been able to triple themselves and put them free of themselves in the same video like I don't even know <laughs> yeah I just don't understand like how people keep up with all these trends mm. um I'm not really I won't I'm not really a trend person I will do it once in a while but if the trend doesn't make sense to me um, and my audience I'm just like, I'm not doing it like the whole I'm not the, what, what, why would you see me do it like why like why would you see me do it unless it's like I'm doing a stupid TikTok where it's like I'm out with the girls. I'm like, oh Rebecca, Rebecca, record me, and I'm doing something dumb. I'm not trying to follow a, a trend, and I don't feel like you need to. Once in a while, obviously, do a trend, but I don't think you need to keep because trends come and go. Like there's gonna be another one. Like I don't mm-hmm. think you should stress. And I always believe in like working smart. Like I bulk everything. I I have my content day, which is on Tuesday, and I will film three to five videos. Or hey. if it's if it's not free to um no sorry not free to five videos i'll probably do two videos and um shoot like still pictures um but it's just set, setting up something that just makes sense for you i've just said myself what i'm doing every two um every week is putting out two pictures and one reel that's what i have the capacity for i cannot mm. do any more so what you have the capacity for is what you can do then you can just build from there 
but when you overwhelm yourself you will completely shut down so just set up what you guys can do and mm. just work from there and I think my algorithm kind of like has clocked my workflow so it's like um I track my my um my growth like I log all my growth and I think the algorithm is picking up my routine so it's pushing it out more so it, it knows when I'm gonna show up if that makes sense I don't know mm. that's off my theory but <laughs> um <laughs> yeah just just do what works for you i don't i like it mate social media is is hard but it's not as hard as people think it is i think everyone outside looking in makes like make it too complicated set yourself a flow and run with that and do you have like a certain time of day that is like ideal for posting pictures or is it just does it not matter um, yeah, do your Instagram will tell you when it's the best time. So if you go in your insights, um, it will tell you when your audience are on, like, like the average time your audience is, like, um, online. So around mm. three or seven is like the best time for me personally. But I can't say that's for you, like your mm. insights. That's why you need that. I study my insights so much. Every Monday, I'm looking at the week before. Okay, what was working? What was my reach? Reach is the most important. Um, what was the re- what was the reason why my reach was this high mm. and what worked and um you really have to if you are trying to be serious with um the back end bit because you can't just be posting and not understanding what is working you definitely need to study your insights um and it'll tell you it'll tell you your demographic where they are um what time they're on it'll tell you everything mm. hmm. this is stuff that people be missing you know honestly literally i have a spreadsheet with all my numbers because numbers because when it comes to to um numbers that's when brands are like okay show us and that's when i can be like here you go this Mm -hmm. is why you need to pay me because my numbers make sense yeah ha wow boy this is this is (laughs) this is a reality serious (laughs) this is serious don't be small play yo wow now that is actually so amazing and i feel like you touched on so many things like so many different things if it's not the what was it that you told us at the start the free um <laughs> the free dentist appointments to... i hope you are taking notes <laughs> ah, i hope you're all taking notes that's actually crazy okay i had one final question are there any myths that you think that consumers like believe or buy into that like are not true like if you are actually cre- the one creating the content wait say that again sorry so are there any myths that you think that consumers believe that are actually that aren't true um there's this stupid thing where everyone says oh you're only saying it because the brand sent it to you yes mm-hmm. i'm only saying it because i actually love it mm. like um i think my friend um, must have posted oh aren't you guys tired of saying i love this brand i love this brand but we're only accepting the things that we love like anything <laughs> i don't love i'm not coming to tell you lot like what the hell <laughs> like, yeah. like why would you accept like there's obviously like if i'm if i go out to a restaurant i'm like yeah guys this is terrible don't come here but that's me going out like it's not me working with a brand if there's there's a product that i personally use that a brand hasn't sent me and i'll be like oh guys this is really 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 like not great but majority of the time, a lot of influencers will be like, I want to try the products first before I agree to sign in anything. A lot mm-hmm. of influencers do that. So when it looks like we're saying, 
were unboxing and stuff it's like I love it because I actually love it like there's <laughs> nothing I accept that I don't like if I don't like it I will just contact the brand and say I'm not I'm I don't want I don't want to put this out I'm not like I'm not doing this or I will tell mm-hmm. my <laughs> I will tell um I will tell my followers that your product is shit. <laughs> but, yeah, we, we do say we love the brand because we actually do. But obviously mm. that doesn't take away from some people only like saying I love everything and they don't even try it. Like there are there are some some people out there, but a lot of the times we do we do we do love a brand. Do you know um, what? But you it, I, said... I know how annoying it can sound. I love this, like oh this is so amazing. This song I remember watching a haul. <laughs> And this girl kept saying every piece was cute. I said, is it cute though? Is it? <laughs> is it? Are you sure you believe that this is cute? Um, but on That's that, different. yeah, um, I've just remembered something about you saying that some people don't even try it and then they'll be saying, yeah, guys, buy this. It's amazing. It's, it's cagey cakey. Cakey, yeah. I knew mm. you were going to say that. Oh, when she did the drop. Yeah. And she was just like, yep, yeah, it absorbs all the sweat. And it was like, there was no water on that at all. I, I think that was her brand, though. Eh? Was it? Was, <sighs> I, I, oh, don't quote me, guys. I, th- I think it was, I think, I think it was hers. Even worse. Even, even worse. She, she, she is, she isn't... <laughs> yeah, I, I don't, I don't, that, that, that ad for that was hilarious. Because you <laughs> never see no drops. I think that she, I think that she says yes. She's the type to say yes. Oh yes, to any yes. brand. Because do you remember there was this craze, like these fake AirPods that it, all these influencers kept on telling us to buy, like mm. the pink I'm, ones. What'd you say? Were they pink? No, they were white. No, but like there was a time. I think it was like last year or something. I can't remember when. Like every single time you turned, they'd be like. Oh guys, get I can't remember what the name was. They were like, oh, make sure you get it. They're they're just as good as AirPods. I'm thinking, mm. how much is this brand paying all of you? Because there's about 15 of you all <laughs> ship all shift trying to shift. Oh, this I remember that. Yeah. The fake no, but the thing like, is, but when but you the see them is, outside, they're definitely using But AirPods. as a consumer, but as a consumer, do you follow Paige Cakey? No. no, so then it's none of your then, then it's none of your business. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's true. Not, but do you know like... what though? Like I, I totally agree in that, like um about the myth that you gave, and I think it's a really good example. But because of the people who do do what we've just said about like they won't try it, but they'll say they love it, or they'll no, but, try but it and the they hate it. You're, and you're mentioning people you don't even follow, like no. But I was just gonna that... say, like yeah. when we're buying hair and stuff, like I would go onto YouTube and I would type in the the company that I want to buy hair from mm. and I'm just watching anyone because like no no that's why you go to the AliExpress reviews those babes that are posting <laughs> those pictures they're your influencers who's going to watch a video when pe- the thing is with videos yeah like it's not even just influencers just people who have just received hair or bought mm. hair and it's like at the first stage I wouldn't trust anyone who does that the, the ones in the AliExpress review that have worn it for months that come back to do update. Those are the ones you listen to. <laughs> Don't call me. <laughs> no, I think I think with but the this. I think with the Pagey Cakey one. I think because obviously she does have a lot of following, and and I don't think any of us actually follow Pagey Cakey. But I think it's just the audacity of mm. you actually trying to trick people. Like you no, literally, but, but you can't say she's trying to trick people. Like even the air, air, earphones and that like, headphones thing, you can't say she's trying because you don't know. No, I'm referring to I'm referring to when she was trying to push um 
something that absorbs something, but the bottle that she. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that one. The bottle. Have you that... seen that video? Have you seen it? No, I have. I have. No, I, I have seen it. So there's like... nothing that she's not pouring anything in. No, and I, and I completely <laughs> understand. I completely understand you guys' frustration. So it's like. <laughs> <laughs> but Paige's not an influencer. This is another problem. You lot are just everyone's labeling everyone influencer. She's not an influencer. But hold on, wait. Before we say she's not an influencer, though, she <laughs> does a lot of people. They've been, t- you know, with her. Yeah, this is the issue. So with her, I just think anybody who is consuming anything from her is clearly messed up because there's been so many scandals of people sending items, things being paid, and she not delivering. Like, there's already been so much with her. So already, that one's an issue that needs to be identified and sorted out. But I would say that even though you're saying she's not an influencer, but she does accept paid work and she does. Because there have been scandals that have come out to say, oh, yeah, yeah like, I paid this her and she didn't deliver or she hid the clothes and she didn't wear it or she wore hid it. the clothes? Didn't... I don't know. There's been so much with her. So... She said she didn't receive it or whatever. Yeah? She wore it, but she said she didn't, she didn't receive yeah, she and she didn't it. Was... Receive it and then it was... And then she now sold it. Yeah, they're showing her picture. Yeah, they're showing her picture. Oh, my God. Sold it. Yeah. I saw that. Yeah. Yeah, but um, if anyone is getting influencer tips from Pagey Cakey, then... Ugh. Maybe this is what it's I want to touch on. This is what I want to touch on because before we were speaking on essentially, you know, obviously we've seen um influencers come out to say, Oh yeah, someone's coming to say, Oh yeah, you promoted this product, but when I tried it, my scar's still there, or when I tried it, it didn't fit. But I do feel that as consumers, people need to start applying a bit more wisdom, you know. Um, just because you see something work on someone doesn't necessarily mean it's going to work on you Mm, they're just essentially showing something that worked for them but Mm. then something that I was going to actually ask a question on is obviously now with Instagram I think essentially saying that you have to like put ad I think now in your content and stuff like that that, it's not a new thing that's that's always been a thing oh so it's always been there but people weren't doing that though yeah people weren't doing that and that's why that's why they they made they tightened up the rules and started um, Mm. saying that like they they manually check now mm. um and um obviously when if you don't declare it as an ad they flag it up and then brand, brands are less likely to work with you because you're actually breaking the law yeah yeah yeah, yeah. that was something i was actually going to say but um it's funny how every all i know all most of the people that you know are posting these ads and stuff they're always saying that whenever they post ad it just automatically means that they're not going to get as many likes as many you know interactions yeah, yeah. that's kind of and I guess it again it might lead in, might lead on to what you touched on with the algorithm but I also do think that a large part of it is the way that con- us consumers perceive ads yeah. which again touches yeah, yeah, on yeah touches on what Sharon mentioned in terms of people I, not necessarily trusting and I think it's a black thing do you think it's a black thing yep 100%. Yeah, I, I, I agree with that as well, actually. I, I I agree that well. And we can be banned. I'm seeing a slight shift, but we need to do more. You mm. will see the white girls post ads. The girls in the comments will say, I am going to buy that now. Black influencers struggle so much. And this is why we struggled at the start, yeah, because literally, I really, I really think brands really didn't believe that they could get profit from us. Because as soon as we would post the ad, crickets. But you like everyone. I think everyone's buying it because obviously influencers are going on on stories and saying, "Guys, please like run up the comments, like comment, comment, comment," because we need you to comment and say you're going to go and buy it, even if you don't. 
Yeah, it's so know. crazy because like, it's literally for the like it's literally ugh, it's slightly an illusion but like and I, I don't know what it is about our community it's just like everyone's scared to be a, to look like a fan and it's like it's not looking like yeah a fan. do you know what I was actually gonna say I was actually gonna say that that I I completely agree and I think people don't want to I don't know why but it's like oh I, I don't want to say oh I bought this because yeah. I saw it on someone like yeah. there's some as sort soon, of as soon as the girls post an ad I'm in the comments saying OMG I am getting I'm not going to purchase personally I will contact that brand. but <laughs> like they, they need <laughs> they need it and it, and it's mm. annoying that we have to go on insta stories to, to basically kind of like peg for you lot <laughs> to kind of like engage with it and don't ignore it because this is so important for us to get money and and to to also um so so um like micro influencers and stuff can also benefit because it's like it it all works in our favor mm. but it's i've literally i see a massive difference with how like followers interact with white girls and how black followers influence interact with black influencers yeah mm. i hear i actually agree it's 100%. literally like we have to beg you lot to engage and it's like if you lot don't engage, if you, the more you engage, the more brands are attracted to us, the more more money. Mm. <laughs> mm. It's actually yeah. it's actually so true. But do you know what's so weird? For me, I'm like the complete opposite. Like if I see somebody like uh post ad, I'm making sure that maybe before I would have just liked it, but I'm making sure that I'm commenting as well. Mm-hmm. Like, especially yeah. if they're black. So it's like we share. Just... Oh my gosh, it's mm. so important. Like yeah. you don't think it's like nothing. It's so important for us because when they're asking us at the end of the week to share the insights, that's that's for them to see. Can we work with you again? Mm. Mm. Because it takes one brand to consistently work with the influencer for that influencer to literally just live off that one brand. Yeah, mad. Because I was gonna say, I definitely agree. It's a black thing as well because us on us when we do the pod, like when we post stuff on Instagram, like. We'd literally ask, what do you guys think? Hmm. And they'll Crickets. be like, we won't even know what one person thinks. We'll, we will be you commenting. You need to insult them in the next post. <laughs> the next is, nah. Every time, oh, yeah. what I do, yeah? I, I will do question boxes. I'll do one, two. That I, I, the last slide, I will, uh, the last Insta story, I will say, you better go back if you want something good to happen to you. That's when people start responding. <laughs> <laughs> One of our friends, yeah. Oh a, my gosh, she's a gym influencer, yeah. And she's got this one picture, <laughs> and it's Mariah Carey holding a gun. She's <laughs> like, you better go back. <laughs> But to go but back and like that. She post. is very she before when she first started doing it, I was like, oh my days, like this is a lot. Like you're doing the most. But I actually hear it because no, and she as well she unfollows, she will like she will like I don't know how to how to describe it. She'll stop people from following her yeah. as in she'll remove them from her following if they don't engage with her content because she's yeah, like, What are you doing sense. here? Like you're ruining my numbers, like you're ruining yeah. my engagement. Mm. Oh my gosh, uh, that even reminds me some guy said to me, came up to me at a party and said Tiana, you followed me on Instagram and I don't understand what I did to you. And I was thinking, oh my God. <laughs> like, and this is why people don't see our accounts as business. That my like some guy was telling me, Oh, follow me, follow me. I said, Oh, like my I don't really follow back on Instagram because it's literally my business. Mm. And as shallow as it seems, brands look at numbers. They look yeah. at numbers. And my my numbers cannot be like not making sense. It needs to make sense. And I, I, I find that a lot of people don't get it. And 
the guy that I unfollowed, I was thinking, I don't even like your, I don't like your content. <laughs> I don't like you. I don't. So why must I follow you? The other that guy so that wanted funny. me to follow him back, I'm like, it's, it's not for you to be here casually chit-chatting to me. This is my mm. business page. I literally see my, I solely see my Instagram as a business. That is it. Yeah. That is Honestly. it. Yeah. That's a good point. Boy. No, it's true. Because I think the, the, the difficulty is for some people, which I think people are starting to get onto now, like clock onto now, is that for us, like we also have Instagram. Mm. So in our mind, we're just kind of like, yeah, but are we not all just posting the same pictures? <laughs> mm. But it's not the same. Like people who use Instagram as their business, that's different. That's like somebody trying to tell me that I should use my work laptop to go and watch Love Island. Like, I'm not doing that. <laughs> yeah. I have a separate laptop for that. Do you know what I mean? Mm, so yeah. I think people exactly. are starting to get onto it now but I think even though like obviously influence uh, influencing content creation has been happening for like a few years now it's still very new and I think still it's still quite nuanced especially for people who are just solely consumers like and don't fully understand what it is which is why this boy was probably coming up to you like oh why did you want to follow me or follow mm-hmm. me back or you know yeah mm. so true yeah. cool anyway so, then- is there anything else you want to cover? No, I think I've literally asked all of my questions. Um, Who are your favourite influencers, guys? Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> and, and this question. I, I, I always want to know why. Mm. I, like, I feel like Beatrice might say this person as well, but I really like Molly May. Yeah. And I think it's because she just seems so relatable. Like, even though she's got, like, 5.8 million followers on instagram i feel like well she's unlikely to see it like her dms just because she has so many people but i genuinely feel like if i were to message her or something like she could possibly reply in comparison to some of these other like content creators in london or whatever who are on like it's still a large following but on like 100k and i feel like would probably just be like get a load of this girl do you know what i mean Mm. but um also i just feel like her content is quite like simple if that makes sense like it's it's not like she's not doing all these crazy edits she's not doing oh no I hope I don't fall like like, that content is amazing but hers is very just kind of like I don't know how to explain it but it just seems quite natural and just simple and just yeah so I really like her but I also really love Nuri Anna like I just think oh I love her she blew up fast yeah she did it's only been like just over a year, I think. Mate, uh, she grew her foot off fast. <laughs> Honestly, fast. do you know it's crazy? I was watching her YouTube video the other day, and um, she was saying that she recently quit her job because obviously she's she's making so much money from what she does now, and also that she just doesn't have the time. Like the amount of jobs that she's getting from Instagram, she doesn't have from like brands and stuff to like post on Instagram and collabs and stuff. She don't have the time to do both. Um, and also she mentioned that because of the so her boyfriend edits all of her videos um, yeah, and her takes all of her pictures and she was saying that because of the money that she's been able to make from that and obviously she pays him for his work he's also been able to quit his job and he's also been able to use the money that she's making that he's that she's paying him to mm-hmm. pay for his masters which he's always wanted to do but not been able to afford it up until now so yeah honestly that's amazing but yeah her content is just amazing like it's very like simple quite dainty like 
I like her vibes, the neutral colours and stuff. Like, yeah. that's my bag. Like, I love that kind of style. But, mm. yeah, those two are probably my favourite. you know what's so funny? Like, I... You know that whole looking to the left, looking to the right, like, just comparing? Mm. There was a point where I wanted to... I was trying to do that, that type of style of content. I said, ah, this is not me or me. I'm colourful. <laughs> I am outrageous. I am... This is not... This is not mm. a bit... I love her content. But you... I think... on on social media especially when you're trying to find your feet you'll try and do things that other people are doing you're just like no this is mm. not me you know? yeah I'm not, like, it's not authentic ethically please like all that stuff is great suits her doesn't suit me and mm. you can just accept it and go and but that's I honestly love good though like imagine if all our feet just looked like that Mm, like yeah. it would actually just be it's, so depressing it's, too, it's way too simple for me like it's just yeah. it's too much yeah, yeah. i love colors mm. What about you, Tammy? Um, strangely enough, Melissa's wardrobe. And the thing huh? is... Yes, you only just I started following her like the other started. week. I know, I know. But I think for me, it's her stories. Yeah, and I like the fact... Yeah, she, and I like the fact that she doesn't post anything on the weekend. And then on the Monday, she sure. gives us like a breakdown yeah. of what mm. she does, what, what she has done during... Um, the weekend or the last couple of days and I remember like a couple of months ago I was like no I don't I don't follow her like I don't really know who she is but ever since I started following her like I've literally fallen in love it's definitely her and Molly May but definitely her because she's just so funny I love her Love Island um um story reactions and things like that she just seems like a genuine person like I like Mm -hmm. as Sharon said I like people that are like real like it doesn't seem like like if I was yeah. to if I was to see you or if I was to be your friend, it wouldn't be like do you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. you just seem like a real genuine person. So yeah, definitely her and and Molly May for all of the reasons that Sharon said. Mm-hmm. Also, just before we go on to Beatrice quickly, I feel like another reason I really like Melissa as well is that on like looking like whatever like she doesn't give a heck like yeah. she actually will talk on her stories like it's her snapchat private like, stories, guys, don't I mean. <laughs> yeah mm, mm, mm. she's just so yeah like you said she's so real but um yeah Beatrice what about you um 100% I think basically all the influencers you guys have mentioned I definitely like but I you know that whole dainty look and like Okay, so with, like, Melissa and, like, with... Is it Nuri, right? Yeah, Nuri. Yeah, like, I like it, but I actually don't find it relatable because... Yeah, same. It's yeah. More, for me, like, I don't have... And I know that, obviously, the designer, like, obviously, it's nice to have. But when I see someone who works or who has a lot of designer, for me, even though, like, I eventually would like to own those type of items it does kind of put a little bit of a barrier, which I don't know why, but that's how I feel anyway. When I consume the products, I'm like, uh, yeah, like now I, I can't really, not I can't replicate it, but like, I just find it hard to draw inspo as much because it's just, they're just on different levels, which is completely understandable. And it's like them content that you just consume for, oh, this is nice or, oh, well done. Or, oh, do you know what I mean? Like, cool. But in terms of like influences that I think I find more relatable and I actually really like, in fact, um, Tiani actually touched on it, but um, was it Wura Gold? I really like her content. Oh, I love and, Wura. Yeah, like I, I really like her content, and I just find her like literally like like a like a version of myself. And so when she speaks and stuff, when she's joking around, when she's laughing, it seems like it's literally just like 
I'm like I'm just chatting to my friend if that makes mm. sense yeah. um and like don't get me wrong I know we go on Instagram to look for like outfits and stuff but you buy into the person the person becomes a brand like it's more yeah. than just putting outfits together and looking cute like it's like you mentioned with like for example with Melissa it's the stories you buy into what they're doing you kind of just want to find out oh like what what's their opinion on certain things or how are they going to react to something that's going on like you know how before like you'll hear something that's happened on on like I don't know whatever's happened on black like black twitter for example or they like they used to call it and then like you want to find out oh what's this what's this person going to react how's this mm. person going to say something you go on their page to see what they're going to comment I feel like that's also the same for Instagram as well like you just want to see oh like oh I wonder what this person's going to like react to or say on this type of topic for example with Love Island that's happening now people's reactions have been killing me do you know what I mean like yeah. those type of things so Wura Gold is definitely a girl that I really enjoy her content also Wumi Bello as well um, I also think that even though she's actually because when you look at her like followers and stuff she's actually up like in terms of her like her, her numbers mm. uh, compared to like her friends that she's working but she's obviously on like the same like basically doing the same type of things but what I also like about her is the fact that like yes she's relatable it's not too designer driven um and also I love how she pivots into other things as well like I like the fact that she's doing her show she's bringing you can see that there's more to it like do you know what I'm trying to say like yeah there's more more than just like there's just more than looks yeah because I remember I remember when we went I went to one viva and I think she was like the The host host? or something like she wore like an orange like an orange um an orange dress and I remember that she was hosting and that's how I knew I think that's how a lot of people got to know her. Actually. Yeah, mm-hmm. and she, and it's not just about like oh I can take pictures and I can put it together out for like she mm-hmm. actually has talent like she can actually present like even when, obviously like, no, no, but there's talent there's talent to obviously put in pic put in no like, no obviously together, but taking I'm photos. saying like it's not just like as you said she can pivot into other things like mm. she can do how I met her was doing like her doing the host like um her hosting or her doing stuff like that so yeah, yeah I think I think she's sick. Yeah, honestly, I really like her her content. So I think those two, I would say for now, those people that I've really been enjoying their the stuff that they post and stuff like that. Do you know it's funny actually... because we've all said like UK influencers. We haven't mentioned mm. anyone like outside of the UK, and I don't know whether it's because not that if there's a disconnect or there is. I just feel like I can't American, think of American right influencers now. are literally, I think, oh, I'll, on I'll, the verge I'll, of celebrities. <laughs> if that makes sense, like. They've. I feel like American influencers. So that you've got like the Jackie Aina and things like that. Like, they're not just influencers. They're even like becoming celebrities. If that makes mm-hmm. sense. Like, mm-hmm. they're on a diff- they're on a different level. And also, I can't lie but to that's- you. One yeah, some one part for me that makes me a bit disconnected from them is also the products that they're advertising. Am I gonna pay for shipping? No. Bye. <laughs> I, I, actually, I actually love the American. I watch more of the American girls' vlogs than British girls. Oh yeah. Okay. If you're talking to if you're talking about vlogs, then yes. But if you're talking about Instagram, I don't know if I do I don't consume know. them like that. Is interesting. Hmm? Their fashion sense is is. Oh, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't look at them for fashion. They <laughs> they even say in a lot of their their vlogs that oh my god, I love the the British girls. We always like you'll see a lot of them follow mm. Uche, Wumi. Um, yeah. they, they yeah. all follow like our big influencers because 
they think our fashion is lit, which is obviously the truth. Mm. But um, I love Aaliyah's face. I think oh, I she, do love her though. Oh, I love God. Aaliyah's face. She's like, actually she, no, I can't lie to you. You're right. She's actually probably my favorite influencer all time. Like, like, uh-huh. No, 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 no. <laughs> like, like, no, no, you're right because I would actually sit there and watch her two hour vlogs, and I would. She's got so much personality. It's insane. I used to watch um, Brianna as well, which is Aaliyah's friend, but Brianna is dry. Oh, she's like, dead. Brianna, yeah. oh, God forgive me. Love you, Brianna girl, but she's really just pretty. She just looks mm. like a Lori Harvey, and mm. I think that's literally why she gets views, and that's when pretty privilege comes into play. Hmm. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I used to watch a lot of Cinderella OG, but I don't find her stuff interesting. And I love the fact yeah. that she actually breaks out into a British accent. So a lot of them break break out into British accents, which is I find hilarious because you know how our boys always um complain about our American accents? They mm-hmm. break out into British accents. So it's so funny to see. But mm-hmm. um I think when it comes to UK, definitely Esther, because I think Esther is someone who adapts. So who when you say Esther, Esther who? Esther Graham. Okay, okay, okay. Okay. She moves with the times. Like yeah, she does. Yeah, she, she did. She's, she's quick as well. She's so quick. Yeah. She comes like Esther's adapt um the way she's adapted. Mm. It's just been so amazing. Like yeah. her content is always relevant, and even I think I loved her more when she was just holding the the clubhouse rooms. And she, you could, I was just like, no, nah, you actually don't need to do all of this. You probably don't need to come and be doing up business room every Friday. Like you don't mm. need to do this. But she was so consistent with that, and I just love that about her. Um, who else do I love? Um, I. Uh, another big influence oh uh, influencers that are kind of like my peers I would say Jamila and Kicker mm. I think their content is literally like my f- like the colours I've been loving Kicker's um, reels recently they've been coming up a lot on my Mate, personality, on my personality yeah. but yeah, yeah those are the girls oh I love Uche Uche <laughs> the girls <laughs> and, um, no it's actually interesting actually to hear kind of that was a good question you asked to hear kind of what people what people like and what people yeah. want um i was even gonna say as well and i forgot to mention this but like nella i feel like i forget because obviously like nella makes a lot of like she takes pictures and stuff but like i i mainly consume her via youtube yeah. but um she to me as well like i flip and find her hilarious like she will put out videos and i will actually pause it to laugh and i don't feel like there's anybody else that i watch on youtube that actually does that to me like, i'm not gonna lie that's so funny no yeah like it's really interesting actually and do you know what like i feel like Hopefully now, anyway, people are starting to understand the impact that content creators are having because mm. genuinely, I feel like my, like, without trying to sound dramatic, I genuinely do feel like entertainment-wise, it would be so dry yep. without without them. And also, even though some people do like to say, like, I've seen people tweet like, oh, you know, influencers can never influence me. I don't even follow any of them. People are always <laughs> fighting us, man. <laughs> I'm just like, honey, listen, the reason because somebody probably said like oh yeah this yeah. is really good hair guys go and buy it the reason that you're dressing in the way that you do or you're, you're drawing you inspo from yeah. this and you're drawing info, inspo from there is because somebody else wore those jeans and you like the way that you that they wore them do you it's, know what I mean? it's proper it's a proper british thing that like, we I, oh, I can't wait for the borders of america to open because i'm out of here because i'm tired <laughs> i'm actually tired like I'm I don't so understand funny. the bad vibes. Just it's actually okay to be influenced. I, I yeah. anything that a lot of people like recommend, you don't even have to be an influencer. I'll be like, where do you get that from? 
where did you buy that? I'm yeah. going to buy that too. Mate, I don't care. Like, we all, if it's, it's it, I would rather see it on a real person than just see it on an advert. That's just the way I, yeah. I shop via people. Yeah. And honestly. there's nothing to be ashamed. If I'm a fan of you, I would say I love your work. If, mm-hmm. if I, if I want to be your friend, I'll be like, girl, we should hang out. Like, I, I don't understand this whole man. That's why I know I'm not, I'm not meant to be in this country. I'm <laughs> in the wrong country. My personality is not for this country. No, you're right. It's not. <laughs> it's funny because I actually saw this um thing on the, sh- I think it was the shade. Oh, and I think you even commented, Tiana, as well. Um, I can't remember London Hughes. I want to L- say, yeah, London. Yeah, London. And she was basically saying like, um, like it was like a tweet. And it was like, hey Siri, um, show me two girls who weren't thriving in the UK but went to America and their yeah. careers took off. And I was like, it's actually so well. Yeah. And I saw your she... comment about how like it's just so sad the way that we don't really ride for like our people like in this country mm-hmm. like. And then people go abroad, and then it's like you know, it's a completely different story. But then I do think as well, there are just so many more people in America, like in general. No, but even Americans say there's a ceiling, but their ceiling is higher. (laughs) That's it. Our ceiling is really low. Even my Mm. friend was saying to me, "All this party you do, if you are in America, they'll be paying you to come to the party." (laughs) Yes. Do trust me. We are suffering. too funny okay guys so now we've come to the end of today's episode i hope you guys enjoy it can't lie listen if you didn't have your pen and paper out i don't know what you guys were doing or just looking just just seeing you should have actually taken notes because from the time that you we now know that if you're unemployed you basically get free content <laughs> i'm not saying go and lose your job or don't go and lose your job and then come coming to me saying oh Beatrice said I didn't say nothing but (laughs) we've actually taken away so much and obviously um, thank you so much Tina for um, jumping on the pod today obviously we appreciate your input you shared so much we love that Um, but yeah make sure you guys um, make sure you guys check us out on our socials that is btspod underscore on twitter and on instagram um make sure you guys interact with our content come on now we're producing content you could into give us a like do you know what i mean share our stuff okay <laughs> but no or even can... just a comment as like, in, in like, <laughs> oh, <laughs> maybe actually the girl get a brand deal <laughs> <laughs> tiana as well actually where can we find you it's true uh my name is tiana already on every single platform twitter I chat rubbish. You don't follow me for influencing on, on Twitter. I'm there to chat absolute rubbish. But um, <laughs> for anything content wise, it's YouTube, Instagram, and TikTok. Tiana Romi, and that is me. Lovely. So, yeah, thank you guys so much for listening, and we will see you guys in our next episode. Bye. Bye. 
From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com